0: just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace
1: and God's blessings and you rejoice in that reality.
0: Welcome to Life Today Live. I'm Randy Robinson. Great to have you here and you know look none of us just pop out of uh, the womb knowing everything and we don't just grow up and know everything from being. We need teachers, we need parents, and oftentimes we need mentors. How do we be a good mentor? And more importantly, maybe who mentors us? That's kind of some of the things we'll be talking about here. My guest today is Donna Johnson, and she has a book out available right now called My Mentor Walks on Water. Looks just like that, and I like the the artwork on this one is very cool because it's the bottom of some some feet, like you're underwater looking up at it. So I saw that cover and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I like that." So, but when you're a believer, when you're a Christian, uh, you know you can learn from the only perfect teacher. So we're going to get some of that. Donna, great to have you on Life Today Live. Welcome to the program.
1: So good to be here, Randy. Thank you.
0: So give give us a little bit of an overview um on on kind of your angle because is this about being a mentor about being mentored or little of both
1: really a little bit of everything because in today's society we can just feel like a rubber duck tossed in the waves mm-hmm. uh, especially with social media you can just be so distracted with who you allow to have influence over you and i feel Feel like the book is just really for the moment people are loving it
0: why is this something that's important to you because you know you, you've you you've spent a lot of, of your life in, in business and marketing and things like that and now you're kind of turning your attention towards a little different topic where does this come from well it
1: comes from a lot of experience a lot of mistakes and a lot of learning and, and, and just really uh, it came from a place of obedience because I was not writing a book uh, and I share in the introduction how it happened. It just literally was a kingdom assignment and I want to be used. Um, I do believe that uh, our call to be fishers of people isn't just for the pulpit. I believe that we're called in all walks of our life Uh, our families, our business, whatever God has given you influence in. And he's given me a lot of uh, influence in business and relationships and families. And um, so I just wanted to be obedient with this message.
0: So here's the big question. If you're going to write a book on mentorship, who mentored you?
1: Well, I had so many mentors. Number one, my faith. I tell the story in chapter one I was raised in a very strict Catholic home, uh, and I didn't have a normal daddy, and so things were kind of going against me. Uh, I stepped away from my faith, um, kind of doing it my way, looking out for number one, and when I was pregnant with my first child, it really caused me to consider this life growing inside of me, and that's when I was invited to a, a Bible study, and the women just radiated, and I wanted that, And uh, that just changed my life. So Jesus has been my mentor. And what I teach through the book is we are not just mentored by people or discipled or coached or influenced, whatever, you know, word you want to use. It's really refolded scripture and Holy Spirit because they work in tandem with each other. Mm -hmm. And then with that alignment, with that direction, you can choose people and mentors uh to pour into you that line up with that and it really creates more ease and rest in your life you don't you know we we hear all the time about um hustle and grind you know and there's just a rhythm and rest and grace that is available to us as believers when we let jesus take the wheel you know that old song by Mm -hmm. carrie uh, when we let him have the driver's seat and we're obedient, I like to say that uh, his job is to be amazing and our job is to be amazed. So I I just let him take the wheel. And when you mentioned the cover, <laughs>
0: um,
1: it's already won some design awards and
0: yeah,
1: uh, it's a little nervous to have a title and a book cover that is this amazing because you want the book to be be even better. <laughs> so I really do believe what I'm hearing and you know it shot up to number one right away and. Um, the inside is better than the outside, you know, just like people, Randy, you know, we want, have you ever met someone that was just beautiful on the outside and then you got to know them, and it's different, right? Mm. So you want the book to be like people, better on the inside.
0: <laughs> That's good. You know, I, I grew up, uh, in a Southern Baptist church, uh, and, and I haven't been like in the Catholic church, right? Um. But I've noticed a common thing, and then are there are a lot of people in Protestant churches, and I've heard this from people that grew up in Catholic churches that you know they they would go to church, they would hear the priest or the pastor or whatever, but they didn't really have a personal relationship they felt like with god and and i don't I don't blame the the pastor. I'm sure that if you talk to the priest or pastor, they would be like, well, that's not what I preached, you know But it seems we can go to church and be a part of a church and not experience this kind of mentorship that you're talking about. What was it that made the light go on with you where you went, oh, okay, the spirit says or the Bible says that the spirit will lead me into all truth. Maybe I should try this.
1: Yes, I institutional religion absolutely has its place. I go to church. I love it. I love the community um but for me it was a scary thing like i remember getting hit over the head with the pointer stick by the nuns and that scary you know uh (laughs) curtain box and another (laughs) curtain and i was just petrified as a young girl and i had no idea what a real relationship with jesus was even though i understood the gospel through the stories, it didn't, it wasn't real for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, so what I really hope the book to me, the book is like a funnel to help people get back in the word, get back to relationship with Holy spirit. You know, um, Jesus promised that to us uh, at ascension, he would give us the Holy spirit Mm -hmm. and it's our friend. He's our friend. And, uh, to have that relationship with uh, reading scripture, you know, it's not just so many people today, especially when they're on the go, they're reading devotionals. And I I really chan- challenge people to just get back in the Word and you will be hungry for it when you take that quiet time e- every day. Even if you're super busy, I teach people some concepts to get that quiet time again and, mm-hmm. and just get back in that grace and harmony.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of important things that you do touch on and I'd, I'd love to hear you comment on a few of them. Uh, one of them is your your identity, you know, your self identity, and that's that's obviously a big thing in our culture these days. Identities come and go, and, and they're really they're not spirit led. What have What have you learned, and what do you teach about God telling us who we are, and and us really taking hold of that?
1: You know, I really don't jump into mentorship how we're mentored until section two. And actually Holy Spirit gave me the first four chapters of the book. And it actually starts with chapter one, who do you think you are? And that's your identity. Chapter two is who God says you are. We have to reconcile those two. Mm -hmm. So our self-identity and what other people say about us that we don't have to believe. Um, And then what God says about us. And then chapter three, one of my favorite, who do you think Jesus is? and then chapter four, who God says Jesus is. And to me, those are the foundation. Mm-hmm. Before you can choose how you're mentored, you need to know that because it will it will align with your identity. And it kind of surprised me that one of the favorite things that people pulled out of the book was a comment that I made is that, um, that I answer to God, so how the world wants me to behave is none of my business and I am so confident in my self-identity it took my life I mean it's a journey it's not a destination you know I always tell people you know let my hindsight be your uh, foresight but um, I have reconciled that so I'm at peace knowing that I answer uh, to my heavenly father and I see myself the way that God sees me Mm -hmm. and sometimes it just takes reminding and writing a new story about yourself Uh, but you know we have that ability to make those changes in our life through jesus
0: yeah yeah i i I, it is a journey and i I like that phrase uh because i think it gives us a mental picture of the fact that that you know we're we're not all arrived Uh, you know you haven't arrived i haven't arrived we're all on a journey and the invitation is to not just invite God into our journey, but to step into to his journey, you know, because that's that's really where it is. And I find so many people uh, and I get it. I I mean, I think we all struggle with this to one degree or another. But but the idea that our our past has really set the journey, you know, the course of the journey that we're on. and, And some people just they stay stuck there or they wrestle with it what how, how do you encourage people to not be defined to find their identity in their past but to let god sort of rewrite the story
1: thank god we are a new cri- creature in christ amen
0: mm, right, Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: and uh my dear friend and and one of my mentors uh who wrote the forward for my book rita davenport likes to say the past is a canceled check the future is a promising promissory note mm. and today is our legal tender and so just living um forward and forgiveness you know forgiving yourself and then pivoting and, ch- and changing you know changing what it is that you want from your past but god has forgiven us we're we're not saved by our what we do we're saved by him mm. but then we will have those the fruits of the Spirit that show that we are mm-hmm. as well.
0: Yeah, and that and that's that's a tough one. I, I like the, uh, <laughs> with your business background, sort of the, the business lingo in there. People can relate to that. You mentioned one of your mentors. What, what have you gained from actual people who have come around you and encouraged you? You, know, you mentioned a, a small group that you went to or something like that. I mean, I, I do think that God, has a real taste for using his people to reach other people Um, what have you what have you learned from other more spiritually mature people that you've surrounded yourself with
1: well it is important not to be in that echo chamber we have to not only speak with people that believe like us but also learn from others and uh, be a light in the world but for me, um, and I believe everyone will find that their circle of friends will change. Um, your inner circle is really important and your mentors will change as uh, your life changes. But you want to, and I go into the book uh, on this, how you want to align mentors that uh, are aligned with your values and um, they will come and go. Uh, and it's okay. I keep a very short list of people because you know if you have too many people pouring into you it can be so confusing especially when we have podcasts and and other areas that we're learning from it sometimes it can feel like a fire hose (laughs) um so I think accountability is important um and uh just really iron sharpens iron um I like to surround myself. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room, mm-hmm. and so I want to learn from the people around me so that I can continue to grow.
0: Yeah, and it's, I think it's always, I think you do hold to any human teacher loosely. recognizing yes, because they're human. Because, exactly, they are human, and, and recognize we can learn some good things, but also recognize they're going to fail at some point, and their failure shouldn't wreck me, because ultimately my faith is not in a person you know my faith is a well Christ. and that
1: goes along with you mentoring others mm-hmm. uh, we should because i'm the mentor for so many people and it comes with a big responsibility but one of the responsibilities is being normal is being human letting yeah. them see that you've had struggles uh, hey i know how you feel i felt that way too because if you put yourself up on this pedestal people can never like they're just intimidated and they feel hopeless. And so just knowing that there was one perfect one and um, that it is not our job to be perfect. um, It is our job to make progress. And I I think people like to be around people like that, that are authentic. You know, we were talking about Sheila, just how neat she is backstage, front Mm. stage. That's, I believe that's how we're called.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, and... Sheila Walsh, obviously, for for several, many years, like I think s- around six years, my co-host on the broadcast show. She's now full-time at TBN uh, and still, a, you know, just a solid friend. And I learned so much from her. Uh, and, you know, there are, <laughs> there are people that say, you know, men shouldn't learn from women. I think that's an arrogant place to be. I learned so much from that woman. Uh, as well as from my own mother, <laughs> I continue to learn every day from my wife um but i i don't how do i I think God puts mentors in your life and you need to recognize it not um and not be resistant to who put God puts in your life based on our own maybe- you know misconceptions our presuppositions yeah. How do you spot a good I mentor take it-
1: Yeah, and take it to the Lord in prayer for confirmation, because otherwise you're going to be like that rubber duck. But I'm really glad you said that about men and women, because when I read a book by a man, well, first of all, there are books written by women that are for women, and there are books written by men that are for men. But if I read a book by a man that's for everyone, I don't say, oh, here's a really great book, and I'm going to share this with my husband and other men. Likewise, I've been really surprised that I have had just as many men reach out and talk about how their life was touched from this. Uh, My own brother shared it with the 30 men in his Bible study and they're doing it because they're going through it because there are reflection and ripple uh, effect questions that you can ask. And so I really believe this is not a book for women. It's really a book for everyone. And even though it is a faith-based book, everyone is reading it. Hmm. And it's just really touching people to have a conversation again, because our world is so divided. And, you know, we're kind of told to shut up as believers, (laughs) to shut up and go in the corner and talk to your own people, you know, and that's, God didn't teach us that. That was Mm -hmm. the world's rule. Mm -hmm. And so this book is kind of an outlier of we're going in, we're going in, but, but, you know, a Holy spirit told me that he said, this is not, um, we're not preaching to the choir here. Uh, we're going to, um, reach out to everyone. Fishers of people. He told me we're going to have, net breaking, boat sinking results. I
0: love that. <laughs> no, that's that's good. That's good. And the other thing I found out is that I know obviously if someone rejects Christ, I mean, that's a bit of a non-starter if you want to talk, you know, about spiritual things. Um, but I have learned, I've, I have learned some, uh, very interesting things that have helped my faith from, from Jews who do not accept Christ as the Messiah because they do understand the old Testament and the culture. And so I've learned things there. Wouldn't say they've mentored me. Um, but I have learned some wonderful things from Catholics, which I was raised to not listen to, you know, but I know that these are people who love Jesus with all their heart and and they seek God and they believe the scripture. Now they obviously believe some doctrine that I don't believe. Uh, but the same is true. You get into the different, charismatic versus some of the more traditional or reformed theology, some things like that. I I found that if you check everything in scripture for yourself and you have the Holy spirit in you to kind of, you know, to give you that, that direction, you can learn from a pretty wide range of people. Uh, that's my experience. I don't know what, what, what you've experienced, but I try to be open and go, okay, God is, is that, is that from you you know do i need and Mm -hmm. again not so much in the mentorship that's a little more serious degree but Mm -hmm. i don't know i just think sometimes we we try to make these little tiny boxes and god's going i'm a little bigger than that
1: (laughs) yes and he will give us discernment yeah Uh, i teach in the book something kind of fun yellow light red light green light and those of us that are wired for high achievement it's really yellow lights are so hard because we just want to go, you know, go go, go. And yellow lights have been my biggest lesson, I think, the mm. last few years to just it's okay to wait upon the Lord and not give a yes right away or mm. hey, it's okay to give a no. And um, I I just think discernment is key. Yeah. but I'm I'm also really impressed that uh, it's not just believers, it's it's drifters, it's people who've actually dismissed Jesus that are reading this and saying, because it just pulls them in lovingly and Mm -hmm. kindly, um, because we are called to have courage, but we're also called to speak the truth in love. And by the time they get to chapter three, who do you think Jesus is? Which is not an opinion piece. Um, It was highly edited. Mm -hmm. I am not a pastor, so it's, you know, what all the different beliefs are, even astrology and yoga of all things, right? Um, and so it, it just brings people in and, and I just say, do your own research. And when people do their own research, they go, wow, Jesus really is the only one who raised from the dead. So I love that for, um, for being an apologist, so you know, what, to being able to, uh, debate your faith, right?
0: Yeah. You're going to have to clarify that. What do you mean by astrology and yoga? What, what are you saying there?
1: Oh, just, um, astro- a, a, so for instance, astrology, it's. Um, just New Age's attempt to change God's creation because we know that God made the stars. Mm. So just little things like that, where I feel the enemy has hijacked so many of God's teachings, um, and 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 just help people to understand to where to find that in Scripture.
0: Oh, okay. So you're you're basically using a touch point that they can relate to to point them back to the actual truth. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. Thanks. And, and by the way, if you're interested in the whole astrology thing and where did that come from? It's a corruption, I believe, of, of what the the, the, the Jewish Mazaroth, uh, and that's a fascinating study. Basically, there's
1: some really great, there's some really great books. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you've seen that. Okay. Most people don't even know yes. what this is. And and it basically it's it's reaffirming scripture that God's plan is written, plan of salvation is written in the stars yes uh the, the
1: constellations tell the story of the exactly. struggle between the serpent
0: and the cross yes they do you know this this is awesome <laughs> I most do. so many people don't know this this is fun but yeah and then the corruption I believe came and it's in lots of different cultures uh you see it in Indian culture you see it in Chinese yeah. culture and in the some of the uh the ancient uh, Middle Eastern cultures Assyrians mm-hmm. one of them. Where they corrupted it, where it became about man and not about Jesus. And I think that's yes. essentially, if you're looking at the stars to, to determine your future, when you should be looking at the maker of the stars. <laughs> but
1: it's all, it's, it off. doesn't matter what it is. It's It's—it's the enemy's uh, way or tools to pull us away yeah. from yeah, the yeah. gospel yep. and from Jesus. The
0: counter, it's, it's counterfeit. And we should look at the real. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is not what we're supposed to talk about, but this is this is fun for it's me. And it's fascinating. <laughs> I want to show you a website. Uh, this is the website of mentor donna johnson dot com. Looks like this, uh, and you can find out obviously she, once you order the book right there up top. Uh, but you can find out more about her and the ministry uh, if you want to follow up with her. I want to shift gears a little bit because what we're really here to talk about, in a large degree. Is We get the idea uh, of, of human mentors, but I do think it's a little slippery at times for people to understand fully the idea of the Holy Spirit mentoring us. And you mentioned this earlier. I, I like, I'd love you to kind of unpack that and, and give us a little bit of your journey and how this came to be a reality for you, because it, this is the tough part for a lot of people.
1: Well, this is a big one because we know that scripture uh, can mentor us. Absolutely. But also Holy Spirit can Mm -hmm. um, because that is a gift that was given to us uh, when we received Christ and it's, it's a gift for um, discernment and Mm -hmm. just the different gifts. We're all given different gifts, but you can in your prayer time, we often will pray and take our petitions and prayers to the Lord, right? Yeah. But how many times do we not like kind of quiet the mind, still ourselves to actually listen mm-hmm. for an answer? Mm-hmm. And He will speak to us. And a lot of times, it's it, of course it's not audible, and oftentimes we have to wait upon the Lord. I don't know, can't tell you how many times you know I've taken t- something to the Lord and. Wanted a clear yes, no, green light, yellow light, you know, red light. And oftentimes it will just be waiting upon the Lord. But then you will just get confirmation. There'll be a sense of peace. It will feel right. You will be able to um, back it up in scripture. Yeah. Um, you can take it to other believers for um, just discernment. Mm-hmm. And so, for instance, in the beginning of chapter uh, uh, six, I think it is, when I talk about how Holy Spirit mentors us, um, I talked about a dream that I had. And the very first thing that I did was took it to my Christian circle of friends and advisors, pastor, and um, just really took it to the Lord in prayer and scripture. And so there's different ways that Holy Spirit speaks to us. It's not just dreams, but it's just answers to prayer. And um, I don't think we, listen
0: enough mm-hmm. to holy spirit yeah he's okay so i want to ask part you about of
1: the trinity yeah he's part of the trinity <laughs>
0: absolutely and but i want to ask you about that because i mean you read the bible all through the bible especially in the old testament god's speaking to people through dreams most of my dreams are nonsensical and weird and me too all sorts of right all sorts of things but you're you're saying you do believe that god does speak to us or at least can speak to us through dreams he
1: can right
0: so I mean I guess there's no evidence necessarily that that would have just gone away um, but I don't know what do you do Do you ask God to do that or is it just happen?
1: no <laughs> <laughs> no um you know I have friends that have different gifts of prophecy I you know I have a friend that um, called me about a year before the book and said uh, just God told me to share with you that he is going to be working something big in your life. You're actually pregnant with something. And I'm at an age of non-childbearing. And right. she laughed that it was, you know, that he used those words. But when the book came to me and I told her, she said that that's it. So I, I think that, you know, many of, there's a difference between prophets of the Old Testament and prophecy in, in the it modern day church. Lit- lit- literally just means
0: truth telling. Yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, so,
1: you know, just understanding the gifts and um, knowing that God wants to communicate with us, not just through scripture, um, but through uh, the gift of the Holy Spirit.
0: Yeah, Uh, you know, uh, as tough as that can be sometimes to navigate, and I think, you know, we're going to have questions, we're human, and that's okay. I think we should, you know, check ourselves, one, against scripture primarily, but also through people that are spiritually mature wise you know uh that's all that's all scriptural and so i think it's okay i think if you understand that god's a good god uh and you think if you especially if you have children you understand the heart of a parent who's a decent parent you know as a human parent you want the best for your kids and they make mistakes and they make some they say some wrong things and they they just and you you just correct them because you love them and you, know. you just want to see them grow and mature in, into godly people i mean how much better does our heavenly father want us to grow and mature and so it's okay you know I, I think it's we stay in that relationship that's what he wants more than perfection you know uh, he yes. will perfect us we can't perfect ourselves uh, so it's this it yeah. is really good. all right. I want to give you the last word. Uh, show people the book real quick. This is my mentor Walks on Water by Donna Johnson, available wherever you get books. Uh, and this is this is good. This is good thought. I think this is actually a good exercise in spiritual growth, you know to just talk through these things and have these conversations. ask these questions, mm-hmm. you know. but um yeah. so I appreciate your time. But go ahead and and i'll I'll let you kind of cap this off with what your really your heart for other people is to hear
1: yeah i hope that this opens up a conversation you know there's too much division in the world and i hope people just have conversations about it i've had the most lovely messages from my jewish friends from my non-believer friends um and they've all been so loving because they i mean one one friend even said you know i I just had this thought of belief about christians that they're They're so judgmental. And and just the love that you showed in this book made me see Christians in a different light, you know? Mm -hmm. And if we truly could be more like Jesus, right? But we're we're not perfect. So I tell a lot of stories um, at the end about um, different mentors and their mentees. And then I give some really great exercises for you to think about who has poured into you, who has mentored you, and then who are you mentoring And how can you make changes in your life to improve all of that? And so I just feel like it's, um, it's the message for the moment. It really is. And it's leading a lot of people into discussions and it's leading people to, I I believe that our society wants everyone scared and confused and sitting in the middle of the boat huddled and, and scared where Jesus calls us to stand up, have courage like Peter and walk on water. So I just really. Hope that this is encourages people. One of my favorite quotes is by Billy Graham: uh, "Your courage strengthens the spine of others." So I hope that this book gives people just encouragement and is just uh, written with a lot of love.
0: Yeah, I I think they'll see that come through. You can tell, Donna. I appreciate you. Appreciate your encouragement. Uh, and um, we could we could have a little more faith, hope, and love uh and it's it's interesting the scripture says that uh they will know our christians not by our doctrine not by our legalism not by our but by our love and it also says that it's god's kindness that brings us to repentance so yeah i think you're in a good place thank you appreciate you being here
1: thank you randy
0: appreciate you guys out there watching share a little encouragement with somebody hit that share button if you haven't liked subscribed or followed do that now and you'll get more encouragement here and again you can pick up my mentor walks on water wherever you get books. We'll see you again next time here on Life Today Live.